This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by drinkhydrant.com slash Opie. Enter the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, at checkout to get 25% off your first order. We're uh, talking about hydrating your body, you nice person. going on everybody welcome to my little live stream yes what's going on kenny what's going on justin johnston and rachel hey rachel what's going on good to see you in the evening what's up ryan how are you and pat duffy good uh, evening to you sir and tish and Vinny and pete marion what's going on everybody I hope you have your beer. I hope you have your drink. I hope you have your uh, your ciggy. I hope you have your wine. I hope you have your pot. Who has pot? Send me goddamn pot. Actually, I got some pot coming my way from, uh, well, let's just say a friend of mine from California. California. What's going on, Alex and Shanna? It looks like you're new. What's up, Bill? And H.R. Wilson, what's going on? Stan Davis saying linger longer. And Michael and Terry. Sean, what's going on? I hope you guys are all podcast uh, subscribers. I would appreciate it if you hit the, the old subscribe button. That would be very, very nice and appreciative. What's going on, Kenny? Thank you. Yeah, I like this view. It, uh, it keeps me sane. What's up, Max? How are you, buddy? I see you there. I sure miss hanging out with Mex at the Creepy Cabin with Carl. I'm a black ninja motherfucker. There's a line from the past. Thank you. So I haven't been around in a while because uh, we dipped in and I got myself a dog for my son. We are the proud owners. Should I say the proud parents? (laughs) Of a little doggy, a little puppy. My son turned 10, which is unbelievable. It seems like yesterday that I... uh, was announcing on the radio show that I was going to be a father. And uh, a few of you that have been with me for a while, you know that changed my life instantly. Fast forward a mere 10 years, it just went like this. As all you parents know, heard from all of you. Take it all in, Hope. It goes by really fast. My kid is uh, addicted to oxys. And we don't know where he is half the fucking time. Well, my kid moved away to Mexico. I remember when he was a little kid and we bought him a puppy. My kid hates my fucking guts. My kid got pregnant at 15. Thank you. Can I just enjoy the fact that I, I'm a, a, a new father? Anyway, so 10 years go by like nothing. And then the coronavirus hits. And then uh, I'm thinking, you know, before the coronavirus, we were going to do something very, very special for my son for his 10th birthday. I was thinking going down to, uh, I don't know, beaches or something like that, Turks and Caicos, or maybe a little Jamaica action. Um, But everything got shut down, and I felt bad. A lot of you guys are going through the same thing. You know, you got kids that... uh, 
didn't get to graduate from high school properly or you had to yank them out of uh, college, all that stuff. Uh, they're missing a lot of a lot of things. So we're like, fuck, man, this sucks. Our son's turning 10 and we're just doing it by ourselves because we're social distancing. We can't have a party for him because we're taking it very, very seriously, especially a couple months ago. Oh, I know a lot of you get, went, you know what? I took it seriously enough. I need to move on and live my goddamn life. But um, this was the time when everybody was uh, pretty much shut-ins and scared to go out, scared to go grocery shopping. Whatever you did buy, you were scrubbing it. You were scrubbing individual apples, scrubbing your fruits and vegetables and leaving other stuff outside. And if uh, the... Why are you pointing at me, you bitch? Keep walking. Sorry, there's some action going on to my left. Uh, Anyway, and then uh, you would get a package and you would leave it out in the rain because you were too scared that the coronavirus was on the package. You know the deal. And then if you did bring it in, you had to wipe it down a lot. Anyway, so that's when my my, uh, son turned 10 during that period of the coronavirus. And um, we felt bad, man, because it was just me, my wife. My daughter and my son, who's turning 10, and we try to make the best of it, obviously. And we're out here, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But, you know, a 10-year-old wants to be with his goddamn friends. Tell you the truth, my laziness saved my ass because we never put a a down payment on the trip. Thank God, because we would not have gone in May. We would have lost that fucking money. So we, uh, we got him a puppy. And we had to wait. Because we were waiting for our puppy to be born. And the puppy's right below me right now. But uh, just like my kids, I'm going to keep it uh, I'm gonna keep it on the private side. Hey, I'm podcasting. Get the dog inside. Anyway, so uh, we had to show my son on his 10th birthday that he was getting a puppy that wasn't even born yet. And uh, we went to, are you ready for this? Oh, boy, are you animal rights people going to be pissed. We went to a breeder. We went to a breeder, which is a massive no-no. We looked at the puppy mill, but they were itching a little too much at the puppy mill. And we did look at the shelters, but, man, the shelters. See, I can't crap on the shelters. It's going to piss off too many people. But the shelters, there were a lot of scary dogs in there. And uh, I'm not my buddy Des Bishop, or like my buddy Des Bishop, I should say, who fosters pit bulls. He's a fucking animal. He's on his fourth pit bull that he fosters and and waits for someone to adopt them. He brings them into his house. And I've met uh, two of the pit bulls that Des Bishop fosters. And uh, I'm not going to see breeders suck, and I knew it. I knew it would be pretty plus more. I knew it. Look, everyone is pissed. And you guys are animals. Anyway, so Des Bishop is is a, a much better person than me because he fosters pit bulls and waits for them to get adopted. If you remember, I'm very, very allergic to dogs and cats. So I had to get a hypoallergenic uh, dog. And guess what? You don't really see many of them in the shelters now, do you? Yeah, a lot of people are triggered right now by this conversation. <laughs> Oh, I got the hiccups now. Damn, 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 you all to hell. Anyway, so um, we checked out the shelters, and the dogs were very scary, and they were sneezy dogs for me. 
I wouldn't do well with a with a dog that's not hypoallergenic. I mean, we've been looking to do this for many, many years. And then, uh, you know, and then the puppy mills, they don't really have those either. So we, we did the unthinkable and we went to a breeder. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we had to wait for the dog to be born. My, uh, my wife's like, we got to prepare for this puppy that's going to be entering our family. And I said, all right, let me go get a tennis ball and a, uh, and a newspaper. Yeah, I did say that because the older generation understands there wasn't much prepping for a dog when we were growing up. You rolled up a newspaper. If it, if it pooped on your rug, you, you hit it on the nose. Not too hard, obviously, but you, you kind of show them who's boss. And then you, you throw a tennis ball around. She's like, oh, no, we got to get dog books. I'm like, dog books? So, man, the stuff started arriving at my house. All sorts of dog books, how to, how to properly uh, raise a puppy. Did you know you can't yell at them? Did you know you can't really hit the dogs anymore? We used to hit our dogs, right? We come from a generation where everything got hit. Our dogs got hit, our cats got hit, the kids got hit, the kids would hit each other. So that, that's where I come from. But, oh, no, man, they do it very, very differently. You got to get your books. You got to study up on puppies. You got to get the right stuff. And here's, here's some of the right stuff. We got a stuffed animal with a beating heart and a heating pad. <laughs> Where's my older audience right now on this Facebook Live? Can you believe this? Can you imagine back in the day you told your dad, well, dad, you know, to, uh, oh, they're taking the dog for a walk. Look at that, a little inside info. My son just smiled up at me. It's his doggy. Okay, they got him on a leash and they're walking him toward the beach. You might even see them in the distance of this Facebook Live. All right. <laughs> I, just got dirty. I just got dirty looks. Anyway, so... So the books arrive because you got to read up on, on uh, raising a puppy. And then uh, the stuffed animal arrived with the beating heart and the heating pad. Just imagine telling your dad that that's what, we, what he needs to buy for the dog uh, when you were growing up. And then we had to get the doggy crate. It's a doggy cage. But how dare you call it a cage? It's a doggy crate. So we got a doggy crate. We didn't have any of that. We didn't have baby gates. Yeah, we got baby gates because you don't want the dog to fall down the stairs or nothing. <laughs> Pretty Plus More is like, do not show the fucking dog. I'm not showing the dog, man. I like some privacy in my life. Uh, what else did we get? Uh, oh, we got treats that are different from the special dog food. Did you know you had to have treats so when the dog does something good, like not pee or shit on your rug, you quickly give him a treat because they did good there? When they don't bite you, you give them a treat. And I guess this is uh, to teach them to uh, be a nice doggy when they get older. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Uh, like I said, you know, when our dog did something wrong, we just kind of hit it on the nose. I'm not the only one that hit the dog on the nose when I was growing up, right? What's up, Ken Mosca and Rich? What's going on? Oh, I got the puppy pads, Rich. Relax. The wee-wee pads, we got that. What else did we get? Uh, oh, scented bags to pick up the poop. Not just a regular uh, dog poop bag. They have to be scented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then we got uh, a blanket that smells like the mommy. So when he's going to sleep at night, he kind of smells his mommy in his uh, doggy crate. Doggy cage. We're locking him up at night. You're supposed to leave the door open just a little bit. Just in case you don't want your dog panicking. Uh, what else? Uh, I think that's it for now. I think. But we're very, very happy. We uh, we had to drive very far away. I could tell you where I drove. I had to drive to Maryland on um, Saturday morning slash very late Friday night. Got the family up at 2.30. We were in the car by 3. We were at a CVS doing the drug deal at 7.30 in the morning. It was a quick five minutes. Sign this paper. Venmo my tip. And here's a leash. And here's your dog. Congratulations. And they took off. The whole exchange took like five minutes. Like it, like you were buying old uh, electronics back in the day from the back of someone's truck. And then, um, and then we drove all the way home uh, in the same day and got hit with just horrendous traffic. So it was a back and forth to Maryland to get our, uh, our little puppy. Um, and we're very, very happy to be honest with you, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like having a newborn. I, I didn't realize you, you don't sleep anymore again. Yeah. Cardboard box by your bed. That's what we had growing up. We didn't have these special doggy crates slash cages. Zachary says, this is a riveting story. Zachary is a douchebag that just wants to be here to make everyone's life miserable. Holy shit, you know how much content there is out there? Why would you do this to yourself? If this isn't riveting, just go. I can't even keep up with podcasts, and I'm not even a podcast listener. But I have so many podcasts that I still got to listen to. An O&A reunion? What are you, fucking high? No, there's going to be no O&A reunion. I'm a dog owner now with two kids. What do you think? Time has passed me by, you bitch. <laughs> What's going on, Jason? Yeah, man, people can relate to getting a, a puppy, and I, I, I felt like I had to jump on this thing because I haven't been around in a while because uh, it took up a lot of our time to uh, get the dog and get the dog home and get them all situated and comfortable and all that. And then um, what I learned is during the coronavirus, the dumbest thing you could do is get a puppy because that draws people towards you. Oh, my God, the puppy. Can I pet it? I'm like, oh, my God, you're less than six feet away from me and you don't wear a fucking mask. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it a rescue dog? Uh, No, we got it from a breeder. Mid-pet. The person walked away. Mid-pet. So guess what the opster learned? That every single person that asked me if it's a rescue dog, I go, yes, it is. I'm a good guy. <laughs> wow, that's like the that's like the second question that everyone asks. Oh my god, it's adorable. I guess that's not really a question. And then they go with is it a rescue dog? And boy, if you say it's not a rescue dog, cuz breeders suck. <laughs> Pretty plus more. I swear I looked all over the place. I looked at a few puppy mills because I, I figured a few of those dogs weren't going to make it. We, uh, we went to the shelters, a couple big ones out near me, and uh, there was nothing 
that I that I could have got because I I uh, you know I needed a hypoallergenic dog. <laughs> but take it from me: if you get a dog soon, right? Just tell anyone that asks you that it's a rescue dog. You'll save yourself a lot of grief. There are a lot of people out there that don't like the fact that your dog wasn't a rescue dog. Please don't Bill Burr this period. What does that mean? What, what does Bill Burr do? I, uh, I bought a dog from a breeder, and then the next week I rescued a dog. Evens out. Larry Watton. I will say this. I don't know. I'm a big fan of not letting you off the hook when I tell these fucking stories, you know? And uh, the fact is, yes, people are really, really mad when they find out that you, uh, your dog is not a rescue in this day and age. Because uh, they would really, really... Uh, oh, he gave his dog away? Oh, that's right. Bill Burr did give his dog away. When he had a kid, I think, right? He was too scared. But I thought Bill Burr was brave when it came to pit bulls and stuff. But, yeah, man, as soon as you get a newborn, all, all that horse shit goes out the window immediately. Uh, but anyway, um, we did the right thing and we... We donated. We donated to a little shelter, okay? I didn't want to add that to this to this podcast because I think it's more fun to leave you guys hanging that I was just a fucking dick by going to a breeder. Did I kick it in the liver yet? My God, man, that would be insane. Why would I do that? No, man, you can't you can't you can't do any of that stuff. <laughs> Like I said, growing up, it was a tennis ball, and it was a rolled-up newspaper, and there you go. Time to train your dog. We had nothing. We had none of these gadgets they have now. Chip is greater than Opie. Dude, I don't have any connection to the old days. Like, why, why are you doing that to yourself? Why the fuck would you do that to yourself? The ONA show ended six years ago. It's kind of creepy that you're so obsessed. And if, if you, like, chip over me, my God, you're, you're brain injured. You need to be rescued. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh, my God. He just keeps writing the same thing. Dude, uh, what, do you, what do you want from me? What, what, what is supposed to happen? Like, I'm supposed to get really mad because cause chip it, you, like, chip better than me? What, why would I care about that? I'm hanging out with with a lot of really cool people at one of my three houses and I'm I'm supposed to be bothered because you're saying Chip is greater than Opie? What are you what are you fucking nuts? I'm I'm checking out a sunset. I got a beer, although my beer is gone. It's a line in Kugel. It's a lemon. I can't find the goddamn grapefruit ones this uh this summer. Alright, I got rid of that guy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell people anymore. I mean it's it's I guess it's cool that people still obsess about the Opie and Anthony show, but I don't know. At this point, I don't really have a connection uh to that anymore. I, it it feels like almost a, a different life. I like talking about it from time to time and I like to squeeze out an old show or an old bit from time to time. But besides that, I, 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 I don't really have much of an association to, to that world anymore. I, I think way more about Vic Henley and, uh, and Carl and Sherrod and, and a whole bunch of other people that I'm uh, you know, close with and are friends with. So I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I just don't know what to say to those people anymore. Today's sponsor is Hydrant. I actually really, really like this stuff because I... Um, I do the DDPY yoga. 
I've been uh, working my ass off all summer with the exercising, drinking a lot of water, and it's and it's really really hot. Look, look. I don't know if you could read that. Drinkhydrant.com/opie. Enter the promo code opie for twenty five percent off your first order. Special deal for you, my friend. Save twenty five percent off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com slash opie. Use the promo code opie O P I E at checkout. But with all the working out and you know the middle of the summer, I'm a big water drinker. They give you little uh, little things of powder. You put in like eight ounces of water. Uh, helps you absorb uh, the water, so you don't have to walk around with a giant like gallon of water and you're like this is my water for the day i gotta drink all this water today i gotta keep hydrated those idiots that walk around with their water oh i'm halfway done with my water for today and trust me i drink a lot of water myself and i gotta tell you man i feel definitely hydrated And when you're hydrated you feel way fucking better and i feel like i'm sleeping uh better uh, but Hydrant created a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly into water to efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It hydrates you quickly and keeps you going for longer. It has all the essential stuff in there, the electro- uh, electrolytes your body needs, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. And it packs a punch to help your body hydrate fast and stay hydrated. That's right. And uh, they got a caffeine version, by the way, too, which is really, really nice. They got the five-star reviews. They got the good flavors. You know what? Why don't you get this? It helps uh, the podcast. It helps me keep this free. It helps pay for a goddamn puppy. It helps, uh, you know, knock down the bandwidth charges. So I'm not asking you to donate money to me. But if you want to, that's really nice. Uh, But just uh, support the sponsors. Today, it's drinkhydrant.com slash opie. Promo code OP, O-P-I-E, at checkout, and uh, you'll, you'll get 25% off your first order. Thank you, drinkhydrant.com slash OP, promo code OP. All right. Oh, you're waiting for the letter? Yeah, so uh, thank you for reminding me, Pretty Plus More. In the, in the near future on the uh, OP Radio podcast, I'm going to be reading a letter from 1982 that my dad wrote to, uh, to myself, and uh, my my siblings got uh, similar letters, pretty much explaining my mom. <laughs> Probably the only reason that I had success in radio. I needed to be heard. God damn it! But anyway, uh, he woke up at three in the morning back in 1982. I was very young. I was uh, I was a teenager. And uh, he wrote me a letter, and he laid it all out about my mom. And um, I think I'm gonna re- I think I'm gonna read the letter on the podcast, and I think it'll help a lot of people. So look for that episode. I don't know how soon. Pr- pretty soon, though, I think. Yes, I-, I can't believe as I sit here that I'm a father of two. I've been married for almost twelve years, and now I got a goddamn puppy. I also have fish, and I also have an apple tree named Peaches. That's my life. So when people ask for an ONA reunion, <laughs> I am not that person anymore. I mean, you know, I got, I got, I got a little taste of that still in me. But uh, oh my god! Thank you, Charlie. He's saying congratulations on uh, the puppy. 
my rescue puppy. <laughs> uh, it's not good to go to a breeder, huh? But everyone thinks it's adorable. You like fish, Chad? I like fish. No way on the reunion? No, man. I, I like what I'm doing now. And that's true, too, Chuck Tanner. My God, of course. Yeah, thanks, Mark Griffin. He goes, uh, I'm glad things are going good for you, Hope. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man, we fell in love with the puppy immediately, too. It's crazy how that works. It's nuts. And, uh, you know, the, the ride back from Maryland from the CVS parking lot, uh, the five, five-and-a-half-hour ride, uh, I was, like, in the car going, oh, my God, please, don't start sneezing, you asshole. It's not about you. Don't start sneezing. And then I was paranoid. I'm like, oh, my God, I think my right eye is itching. Oh, God, no, I'm allergic. And then it wasn't. And then I, my body started itching, but that was from the mosquitoes that got in the car when we opened the doors at 3 a.m. and all the mosquitoes decided to take a ride to Maryland with us, biting the shit out of our ankles and everything else. And then, uh, long story short, by the time we pulled, uh, you know, home, um, I realized, oh, my God, I'm not allergic to this dog. Yay! <laughs> My kid, who doesn't really see this version of uh, her dad, just gave me a look of death like, who are you? <laughs> That's why I laugh when people think they know me. You have no fucking idea. This is just uh, a hyper version of part of my personality. She looked at me like, who the fuck are you? Where did my dad go? PayPal the money. Uh, oh, the tip? No, we Venmoed. Because, uh, you know, the guy guy made a lot of money, man. He made $350 off us to give us our puppy and make the exchange. Five minutes work. Although we had to drive for like, I don't know, something like eight hours. Then there were two other people in the parking lot. And they got dogs. And then he had to drive to, I think, Virginia Beach another four and a half hours to drop another dog off that's a good day right there that's at least sixteen hundred dollars cash for dropping off beautiful puppies name the dog lamb chop that's not a bad idea uh chad i like that 350 dollars cheap dog vincent you idiot that was the tip just for the guy to to uh, drive the dog up to us we spent a few bucks on the damn thing. I, I'm trying to st uh, stay away from the coronavirus shit for a little while. I'm trying, but I'm going to be dragged in uh, soon because I got Billy Corbin coming on the podcast. And Florida's a fucking mess. Mess. That DeSantis. Oh, yuck. But then again, you know, I don't really like uh, a lot of politicians in general. But uh, Florida's a disaster. Billy Corbin wants to come on and uh, rant and rave. So we're going to do that soon. And... Uh, and I might have to have a, a surprise podcast very, very soon. Very, very soon. Someone I know and love had, kind of has still, the coronavirus. So there's a tease for you. That might be the next episode, actually. Um, I love the guy. He's been on the podcast. And he was taking this whole thing very, very seriously, by the way. But I think he's doing what a lot of us are doing. 
you're starting to think like, you know what? My family and my close friends, they don't have the coronavirus. Only dirty people get the coronavirus. So let's go. Game on. Time for pool parties and going to the beach again. And the bridal showers. And we're not doing an online wedding. Because only dirty people get the coronavirus. <coughs> One of my, uh, my friends took it very, very seriously in the beginning. And then he started kind of loosening up a little bit a little bit in the last month or two. And guess what? He got the goddamn coronavirus. So I'm going to talk to uh, him probably on the next episode. All right? And I also learned that I'm a centrist because a lot of people like to call me a libtard, especially because, uh, stupid me, I'm, I'm preaching that everyone should wear a mask. And I also said that the coronavirus should not be political. Let's get on the same page and at least wear masks. It's a pain in the ass. Blah, 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 blah. But if you wear a mask, you're a goddamn libtard. We all know that. You're a goddamn snowflake. You don't know what the fuck you're doing or talking about. Fauci's the devil. Yuck. But anyway, I digress. People were yelling and screaming at me because of my stance on just wearing a mask. And I've tried to tell people over the years that not a big fan of uh, our political system in general. I love this country, though. Love America. <coughs> uh, so I try to explain to people that I don't like Biden. I don't like Trump. I think we could do better as a country. And I know that's pissing off people as you fucking hear this now. But because I say I don't like Trump, that means I'm a libtard and I'm a, a snowflake and I should die and I'm the biggest piece of shit ever, blah, 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 and you ruined ONA and blah, 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 they blame me for everything because I want you to wear a goddamn mask and I don't believe in Trump. And then I quickly say, but I don't believe in Biden either. But that's not good enough. They think you're just being sneaky, I guess. And then a few people on Twitter, they're like, oh, man, if these people have been paying attention, it's stupid that they're, uh, um, yeah, I don't know why the cough, by the way. Thanks for noticing. I think because I've been ranting and raving for so long. And I was in the ocean for like two hours with my kids today, so it might be the salt water. I feel fine. Um, where was I? Oh, so, so a couple people were like, you know, you're a centrist. And I'm like, damn, I got to Google centrist. And I'm like, oh, centrist is like being a moderate. I'm like, yeah, I'm a centrist. So now I, I used to just tell people that I, uh, you know, I'm a moderate. But I think I'm going to up my game and just start telling people I'm a centrist. That sounds cooler, right? All right, now you're making me paranoid with the corona cough. Now, both are awful. You are correct, sir. Okay, all right. Even though I was trying not to be uh, too political today. But the mask thing... Ah, whatever. What are we going to say the same shit every fucking time? And then you go on Twitter. You're like, I think I got a, a good point. I think I can bring some people together. I think that I'm going to say this. Uh, we all want our kids back at school in the fall. But libtard. And then they come at you immediately. You can't even get past the butt part. I'm like, but what's the plan? Is the plan just send all our kids back to school and see what happens? But I adjusted it by saying, look, like anyone else, I want my kids back at school. I want them to be socializing and whatnot. Oh, boy. The dumbest thing is to think you have a good idea or a good thought for Twitter. Because in this day and age, you ain't changing 
anyone's opinion whatsoever. Not possible. Yeah, give me the thumbs up on that. It's impossible. We don't want to listen to each other. We don't want to really listen to the other side. We're just waiting for them to stop babbling so then we can babble back at them and hit them with all the shit we saw on our favorite cable news station and then make believe it's our original thoughts. I'm just like every other schmuck out there just throwing my shit on a wall. That's all. I think Anthony said years ago when Twitter first started, I think Twitter, uh, what do you say, Twitter's kind of like the, the, the school desk. Or the bathroom wall. Remember, like, you had a school desk and, and there'd be a message like, whoever, whoever fucking sits here for seventh period eats their boogers, man. And then you're like, oh, yeah, who the fuck are you? If I see you in the hall, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. And then the same shit in the stalls. That's what Twitter is, unfortunately. It was a great idea when it first started, you know, exchanging thoughts and ideas and having open discussions about tough topics in America. And then you realize it's just a place where everyone goes to show off their mental illness. I got to go get a beer. Boo 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 bo